Chapter Twelve of Around the World with the Children by Frank G. Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Chapter Twelve in the Highlands of Europe. The continent of Europe is most interesting to us. It is where our forefathers lived before they came to America, and where most of the white people live now. There are many cities and towns in Europe with churches and schools just as there are in our country. There are also many farms with cattle and sheep feeding upon them, and all sorts of factories for making things to be used for food, shelter, and clothing. The roads and railroads are well made, and people have but little trouble in going from one place to another. We have already learned that the surface of the earth is uneven. We have seen mountains and valleys and hills and plains in Japan, China, the Philippines, and other countries which we have visited. There are many hills and valleys and mountains and plains in the United States. There are highlands and lowlands in most parts of the globe. We have also learned that the climate of a country depends much on where the country lies. Iqua and Tuki live in the frigid zone near the North Pole. Do you remember what the climate is there? The homes of Limwichi and Isa and of Benito and Carmen are in different parts of the torrid zone, which lies on both sides of the equator. Taro and Achi live in the North Temperate Zone. We live in the North Temperate Zone also, and our climate is much the same as theirs. It is neither too hot nor too cold to be comfortable. Now there is another thing about climate that is important in mountainous regions. The climates of all places differ according to the height of those places above the level of the sea. No matter where a country is, its highlands are always cooler than its lowlands, and the higher one rises above the level of the sea, the cooler it becomes. For this reason, there is snow on the tops of very high mountains all summer long. The highlands are cool, even if they are near the equator. The highlands in the temperate zone are cool and pleasant in the heat of midsummer. For this reason, many people in our country go to the mountains in July and August when the weather is hot. In Europe, we first visit a little country called Switzerland, which is high above the sea level. The land is all mountains and valleys. It has many beautiful lakes. There are running streams that roar and foam as they rush down the mountains on their way to the sea. The tops of the mountains are bleak and bare. The highest part of a mountain is called the peak. Some of the peaks are so high and so cold that plants cannot grow upon them. Farther down the mountains, there are trees. There are patches of grass with cows, sheep, and goats feeding upon them. Still lower down in the valleys and upon the hillsides are vineyards and orchards. On the streams and lakes there are many cities and towns. Switzerland is one of the most delightful countries on earth. It is so healthful that people from many places come here during the summer to enjoy the cool air. It is sometimes called the playground of Europe. Hansel and Gretel we have found a Swiss boy and girl who will act as our guides during our travels in Switzerland. The boy's name is Hansel. He has light hair and blue eyes, and his skin is as white as our own. He is dressed much as we are, except that he has on a short woolen jacket and heavy shoes with great nails in the soles. He wears a long feather in his hat. Hansel carries an alpenstock. This is a pole with a steel point on the end. He has also a knapsack or bag tied to his back. He tells us that we must each have a knapsack like his to hold our waterproofs and warm underclothes and a pole to help ourselves along up the hills and over the ice. It is often cold in the mountains and it may rain or snow. 
The girl's name is Gretel. She is Hansel's sister. She wears a black velvet waist which fits tight. Her bright-colored skirt is longer than the skirts worn by American girls. She has on rough shoes and thick blue woolen stockings which her grandmother knit. The children tell us their home is higher up in the mountains and that we can stop to see some of the cities on the way there. We find the cities much like our own. They have beautiful brick and stone houses with yards and gardens about them. They have fine stores and large factories in which men, women, and children are working. Here they are making music boxes. There, girls are stitching away upon laces and embroideries. And in great shops farther on, men and boys are making watches and mechanical toys. Many of the things made in the factories will be shipped to America, and it may be that we shall find some of them among our presents next Christmas. The people of the United States wear much Swiss embroidery, and most of the raw cotton used in making the embroidery thread comes from the United States. Much of the machinery in the factories of Switzerland is moved by the waterfalls of the streams that flow down the mountains. In one of the cities we visit the market. It is an open square near the middle of the town. The place is covered with piles of fruit, vegetables, and cheese. There are also cans of milk carried about in carts hauled by dogs. The dogs are harnessed to the carts much as they are harnessed to the sleds in Eskimo land. In one of the cities we visit the schools. We see large playgrounds where the children go through their health exercises. The boys are drilled and all learn to be soldiers so that they may defend their country in time of war. One morning we meet a crowd of school children on their way into the country. Their teachers are with them. They will spend the day in the hills and valleys studying geography. Our next trip is on one of the trains to the foot of the mountains. Hansel and Gretel go with us and point out the sights. We pass many small farms. There are grapevines growing on the lower slopes of the hills. We see children selling fruit at the stations, and for two cents each we can buy all the grapes we can eat. At last we reach a village at the foot of the mountains. Climbing the Alps We have now left the cars, and taking our alpenstocks, have started up the mountains on foot. As we climb, the farms become fewer and smaller, and at last we reach places where there is nothing but grass. Here men are making hay, and nearby some sheep, goats, and cattle are grazing. There are boys and girls watching the cattle. In some places we see children milking the cows, and in others we see them helping their parents make cheese. The Swiss make large quantities of cheese, and some of it is sent to the United States and other countries. Soon we are high up in the mountains. We are going through forests of pine trees. Now and then we pass an open place covered with grass. As we climb higher still, the trees grow smaller and smaller. There are wild flowers everywhere. There are roses and little blue pink and purple blossoms. Higher still, we come to places where there are no trees at all. There are only grass and low bushes and one little hard white flower called the Edelweiss. A little farther up, there is nothing but bare rocks with snow in the hollows. On the highest peaks, there is snow all the year round. How cold it is! We have to stop now and then to take breath. We ask why it is so hard to breathe and are told that the air is thin on the highlands and that it will grow thinner and thinner as we go up. We have to walk slowly. Our feet seem to be heavy and our hearts beat fast. We use our alpenstocks when we go over the ice. We also tie ourselves to the guides with strong ropes for fear we may slip and perhaps fall over the cliffs and be killed on the great rocks below. 
In our journey up the mountains, we travel over glaciers. Glaciers are long, deep beds of ice. They are made of snow which has fallen through many winters and is thawed and frozen until it is all one great block of ice. Glaciers are really rivers of ice, for they are slowly moving down the sides of the mountains. They go only one or two feet a day, so slowly that we cannot see them move. They are years and years on the way. Life in the Mountains The houses in the high Alps are built of boards or logs. They have long sloping roofs so that the snow may slide off. On many of the roofs heavy stones are laid, for the wind is strong in the Alps and it sometimes blows off the roofs. Most of the houses are of two stories and some of them are half barn and half house. The cattle and goats sleep in the barn next to the rooms where the people are living. Still everything is neat and clean. There are boxes of flowers in the windows and birdhouses in the low trees outside. We spend some time in the home of Hansel and Gretel. It is a pretty house with its roof overhanging. The kitchen is also the dining room. The stove is like ours in America. We have about the same things to eat as at home, for the people here live much as we do. We make the trip with Hansel to the high mountain pastures to see the boys who herd the cows, sheep, and goats. They drive these animals to the highlands as soon as the weather is warm and stay there for three or four months while the animals feed upon the sweet grass. The boys have cabins to sleep in and there too they churn the cream and make the butter and cheese. In the fall, when the snows come, the animals are driven home and kept in the stables which form a part of their house. End of chapter 12